Showtime! <laughs> it's showtime, man. It's showtime, like uh, Michael Michael Keaton says. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. In in what, man? Uh, Batman. Oh, mu- multiplicity. Oh, um, no, no. Uh, is it the Joker who says? Uh, I don't know. Man. A, a, a Beetlejuice. Oh no, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Uh, hello. My name is Edgar. Uh, yeah. My name is Bryce. And my name is Beetlejuice. <laughs> Do we have a special guest? Sure. Uh, we got him here. Uh, and it's Christmas, right? Yeah, it is, man. What yeah. what date is it? It's the 4th of December? Oh, don't give it away, man. Uh, that gives away the, the magic and the illusion of Christmas. Here's the magic. <laughs> We're giving it away. So, yeah, it's December, though, right? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. And, and this... that, that's okay. We can call any time in December Christmas. Um, yeah, I think that's basically how it works. I guess as soon as the uh, decorations go up. Uh, that's Christmas, right? Uh, sure. And we're in a beautifully decorated studio right now. There's a tinsel and mistletoe, so we'll be having a bit of a smooch later. I look forward to that, man. And what else is there? Like a tree? Oh, uh, yeah, there's some presents under the tree. Yeah? Uh, what does the tree signify in the, uh, the, uh, Christmas story? Oh, uh, it's something about, um, bringing the outdoors indoors, uh... And it was something to do with the, the royal family. Sure! No, that's true. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's the, 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 the prince or the king or something from uh, Russia. From Prince? Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Albert from Germany. Uh, yeah, he, he still said, hey, uh, have, have this tree. Uh, and but he went, said it in German. Um, I, well, well, I don't know what German is for, for tree. That's uh, good, man, Fräulein. <laughs> yeah, and they said, Here, here, here's a tree. And he said, thanks. And then, or danke. And then uh, he just put it in his house. Yeah, so that's the Christmas story. So don't forget that when you're giving each other your commercialist presents, <laughs> it's uh, you've got to remember the German tree. Uh, and also, another thing you have at Christmas is booze, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've yeah. got a selection of uh, heady heady mixes that we'll be <laughs> consuming throughout the show. So we're going to start off with a uh, last time. <laughs> On the last show, uh, we had two special drinks. We uh, had yeah, we did a, a bottle of uh, vintage wine, which was most delicious, and we had a concoction which I created, which was uh, not not delicious. Um, yeah, yeah, positively uh, offensive. Positively offensive. charged. Positively charged. Um, so it was uh, just quickly recap, man. Uh, it was whey, whey, and uh, uh, Be- like beetroot, beetroot, and some other f- some fruits. And uh, I think that was some brown sugar. Okay. And, uh, and that was so bad that we decided not to drink any more of it. That's correct. So, so uh, what have you done? I've distilled it down to its uh, constituent essence, to its purest form. <laughs> so we're uh, going to have a pop at this now. Okay. This has been hanging around for quite Thanks, a while. Man. And bearing in mind that whey is made of milk, uh, apparently not a smart <laughs> move. Um, It smells quite vinegary, man. Let me have a smell. It doesn't smell as bad as it did last time. Uh, no, 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 it doesn't. It smells great. Right, okay. Same time? Uh, yeah, same time. Okay, three. Okay, good luck. Two, one. It's not nice, but it's, uh... <laughs> no, it's, it's just not nice. You can stop there. It's, uh, you're right, it's very vinegary. 
Uh, I don't. I think it's a lot better. It is better. Um, I think it's a lot better at cleaning brushes. I don't think I can drink the rest of it though. Nope. It's no, not. It's certainly not. Over there. So. And we'll what, get the sound guy to tip it out of the window. What What can you do with it now? Can you? Because you can't. You can't distill it further. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I could. Maybe I could. Uh, maybe next time we could uh, absorb it into something, into a biscuit. Uh, yeah. Could you? Could you bake it into some sort of cake? Sure, we could bake it into a thing. No, sound guy's shaking, shaking, the, shaking her head. No way, man. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure we'll come up with something. Uh. So that's a drink. So I'm gonna just uh, have a drink of just beer now to take that test away. Okay. And what what what, what will happen uh, next? The the well, as you said, it's Christmas, and one of the things you do at Christmas is give presents. Sure. So we uh, I've totally got presents for each other. What you've got me a present? <clears throat> I I do. I've oh, got no. you a present, man. No, uh, I've I, got you a present. I know you have, because I can see a box right in front of me. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, who's first? Who who goes first? Uh, I well, think you made a put more effort into mine. Uh, it's okay. I, I always do, man. I always so, do. oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, you go first. Okay, okay. Okay, so uh, here we go. I'm, I'm opening a box. How big is the box, man? Uh, the box is about an A5 size. Sure. And it's, uh, it's a thin box. It's quite a thin box. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's got bubble wrap in there. So it sure. must be... Uh, so fragile, and it's also wrapped in some tissue paper. Sure. Oh, hoo, hoo. hello, man. Oh, and there we go. Um, it's it's a mug. Sure. It's a Salpierre Lemmy, handcrafted uh, mug. It's a white mug, uh, and it's been drawn on with one of those special pens. Uh, sure. And it's Edgar a... has drawn drawn himself and drawn me. That's pretty great, man. Thanks, man. Uh, it's uh, and that like uh, uh, it's been in the oven. To like make it stay on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it needs to go in the oven again because I touched it up. You, <laughs> so uh, it you, it still needs ovening again. Oh, you touched it up with what? Uh, more of the, more what? of the same. So that brownie color uh, around the the pen line. Yeah, that was an experiment. Please disregard. Okay, okay. This is great, man. Thanks very much. Uh, no problem. Man. Uh, can I drink out of it now, or or do uh, it? Oven it oven no, it? I think you should oven it up first. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll not put your booze in it just yet. Oh, and it's it's got salpierlemmy dot com at the bottom of um, it as well. On its bottom. Yeah, that's pretty great, man. Thanks, man. So uh, they they will the the though that this these will be available through the uh, salpierlemmy uh, store. Oh, I see. So this is going to be uh, like it's, like so a merch. It's, it's a merch. Sure, it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So what individually hand drawn? Individually hand crafted. So I guess you could uh, request us saying a thing. One of our many famous catchphrases, such as. Um, great drink, man. Or it's showtime. <laughs> you can't have that one. You that's, know? That, no, no, that, that's going to be it's taken. It's showtime, by. TM Beetlejuice. <laughs> Come on, man, do do your present. Okay, now. I get mine. So I'm going from the top down, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's a big stack of uh, nine uh, individual uh, pieces of paper. Okay, so it's again, it's like a roughly A5. Yeah. Yep. And it's a piece of paper, and it on the front of it, it has. Hey, okay, okay. It's a famous movie reference. Uh, it's a John Hughes movie, and it's uh, it's Edgar in Splink. So uh, that would be a pretty in pink, right? That's right, man. Uh, yeah, and it's me photoshopped in, looking particularly uh, glamorous. <laughs> I would compare myself to like a uh, maybe a golden girl. 
<laughs> yeah, that wasn't the idea. You were supposed to uh, replace Molly Ringwald in it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, next see, one. See what I did there? See, Egerin Splink, SPL. See, pink, yep. So here we have... Uh, <laughs> from John Hughes again, it's Home Splalone. <laughs> uh, where uh, um, a young frightened boy has to... Uh, protect his house against two marauding uh, cat and potato man <laughs> yep that's it uh, and we're peeping through the window in place of uh, the tall one and the fat one uh, yeah yeah that's right which one are you I am well I must be the fat one because you're taller than me well I, I guess in the picture <laughs> so I guess I'm the fat one with the uh, like a, a, a bird's nest on his head yeah that's the one okay next up we have John Hughes's. <laughs> There's a theme, man. There's a theme. Splabies day out, <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, it's a baby set on like a, a mighty Joe Young sort of a, a a gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, sneaking up behind him is a Bryce, and uh, tackled to the ground uh, with uh, with who's this guy on the bottom right, man? Oh, not uh, not me. The he, other guy on the bottom right. He, he's he's from uh, like the Matrix and uh, the oh bad, sure bad he's boys, the, he's the guy who eats things. the piece of meat that keeps changing shape. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm like a, a, a underneath him being tackled down. Uh, yeah, basically. So what I've done, I've got uh, lots of John Hughes films and uh, photoshopped us into the movie posters. And next up, we have. <laughs> She's having a spoopal baby. And I'm saying, gross. And I'm peeping over Bacon's shoulder. And you're peeping over... Who is this? Elizabeth McGovern. Yeah, I put it into the credits as well. Oh, we're credited too. Yeah, yeah, because... I get uh, top billing. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and rightly so. Uh, I don't think Kevin Bacon's gross, but uh, I don't no, want to no. see him do it, though. Well, no, uh, the, the gross thing would be having a mutant baby. They're having an SPL baby. Can you imagine sure. what that would look like, man? Uh, Pretty gross. Oh, okay. So uh, it would have uh, real human teeth. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, really bad eyesight. Spectacles, a brain parasite, and what, flippers, are we going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and next is a John Hughes production. Planes, trains, and automobiles, uh, where we journey across the country trying to get home in time for Thanksgiving with our families. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, John Candy's not not too impressed by being set next to you. He's trying to get away. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, we look we look like uh, we're we're uh, perfectly fitting in the image, though, right? I, I know. It's, uh, it's I was I was pretty pleased with that image. Yeah, it's pretty great. You might, this is taking a long time. Maybe you should just skip through them a little bit. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. This isn't a John Hughes film. Yes, it is, man. No. Yes. It, but it says from Irvin, uh, Ivan Reitman. Yeah, I know, but he wrote it. See, hmm. these aren't all directed by. They are all... Oh, he wrote it. He wrote it. Yeah, yh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is Splatoven, uh, <laughs> the uh, drooling... Uh, what? What is it? A, a beef eater? What's it called? <laughs> um... Oh, one of the big dogs that has a barrel of booze around his neck. <laughs> Beef eater, man. Uh, a Saint Bernard. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and, uh, sure. 
<laughs> so what's going on here? Well, in the is, or- uh, in the original picture, uh, the the Beethoven is like hiding under the table, and he's uh, nicked the the like the leg from the turkey. But in this image, he's nicked the arm from the Bryce, and Bryce is on the table, uh, on the plate, ready to be carved <laughs> up for a Thanksgiving or Christmas. Uh, it would be Thanksgiving, I think. Thanksgiving, and I am on a. a uh, Oh, what you call it? A, a photograph in the background. Uh, did you add the photograph, or was there? No, 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 no. The the picture in the background was uh, of a little puppy. Oh, sure. So that that uh, comps out nicely for me. Yes, it does. Next up, we have the. Hang on, the Brex Plus Club. The Brex Plus Club. <laughs> it's quite hard to say that one, man. Uh. There were seven total strangers with nothing in common meeting for the first time. A brain, a beauty, a jock, a rebel, a cat, and a potato rock moss pillow. (laughs) Yeah, and there we are. And I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, sitting on Emilio Estevez's shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you were peeping out from behind that guy with the robot leg. Yeah, yeah, with the, uh, bit of, uh, bit of, like, uh, what is it, like a... A, a bandana wrapped no, around his... No, he's got like a giant metal knee brace, doesn't he? Pretty <laughs> no, sure he's got yeah. a giant metal knee brace. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then we have The Great Splout Doors, uh, <laughs> which stars Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, Edgar and Bryce. And uh, I'm uh, just hanging out with a bit of a... Uh, what's that? A, not he's a badger, a an American badger. A raccoon. Yeah, a raccoon. And you are uh, speedboating across a lake. Yeah, in the original picture, the uh, it's the bear that is uh, speedboating. Speedboating across the lake, of course. Uh, doesn't Dan Aykroyd look amazingly handsome in the picture? Yeah, well, it's uh, it's a painting uh, rather than a photograph. Oh, so you're saying if it was a photograph, he'd look uh, totally <laughs> great. No, no, and I'm also saying that it, it was done in like 1986 or something, so he probably was quite young and handsome. I guess so. He looks so trim and preppy. And finally, we have... Bryce Corbett's Day Spluff. <laughs> my uh, favorite, my favorite film. And uh, here, here we have uh, Bryce as uh, Matthew Broderick's head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Bryce starring as Matthew Broderick's body. He's uh, mostly out of shot, but I assume that would still be played as Matthew Broderick. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'd like to think and, so. Yeah. And we just like, what, comp your head in? Comp, um, comp you in as a head? Yeah, okay, that would work. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I'll I'll sign off on that. I'll, let's do it. <laughs> okay, thanks, man. Uh, great gift, man. Pretty good work. Yeah. Uh, so I was thinking that uh, originally there was supposed to be twelve because it was going to be a calendar. Sure. That's, which uh, yeah, which it, which it should be. be. Uh, yeah. So I just ran out of time. Either that, or we can just turn them into postcards, and you can have them. People can have them if they want them. Uh, in the meantime, I'll put them in the minutes. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, yeah, great work, man. Thank you for my gift. You're very and welcome. And it's not just a gift for me. It's a gift for everyone. Uh, yes, it is. Merry Christmas, everyone. Okay, what happens now? Uh, usually, we uh, play a song. Uh, let's have another drink before we play a song. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I want the uh, tall man. Oh, so the tall man is a sherry? So we've got a vintage sherry to be uh, to be trying out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sherry, that is uh, quite festive, isn't it, man? A fairy, a fairy is a Brian Ferry. Is a sherry is a Christmassy drink? Sure. Who would drink a sherry? A uh, a golden girl. <laughs> um. Yeah, like an old person. I I would say. Yeah, I would say an old woman. Yeah. Didn't you not think? I an think old traditionally, man? no. I think an old man would drink a a a, a whiskey 
Ori. Oh, yeah, okay. Ori, uh, what's the other one? It's another brown drink. A, a, a brandy. A brandy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some sort of cognac or something like a, that. A yeah. cognac, sure. Is that brandy? I don't know. Anyway, here we go. Okay, man. So this is uh, this has been hanging around clink, for clink. a while. So, uh, yeah. So uh, before we uh, clink up and drink... Okay, nothing before we clink up and drink. <laughs> we, we just did. <laughs> uh, the next thing we're going to do is play a track, and it's a disco quiz... Uh, by the band Fitness Forever. So uh, let's drink up, man. Okay, man. Saber, lightsaber, lightsaber, and hot news. Nice. Sorry, man. I, I seem to have pressed some sort of weird button. And you've portamentoed. Oh, I, I didn't mean to. That was uh, pretty exciting. How embarrassing. Uh, okay, Lightsaber and Hufford News brings you the latest and most important updates for science. Last time we brought you such uh, highlights as a saucepan and another thing. <laughs> and this time... But this time is pretty great, though. This time is like a genuine big deal, yeah. science-wise. Two very excellent uh, genuine things. Sure. So first up, we have a thing called Earthcast. Do you want to spell that for me, man? Uh, yeah, it's U-R-T-H-E... C-A-S-T, so Earth Cast. Yeah, so is it you are the cast, but also Earth Cast? 
Oh, I see what they've done. See? Now. I didn't know this. See, no one even had to explain that to me. Because you are the cast. It's because we're being filmed. Uh, we are. Are we being filmed right now? Nope. Uh, will we be getting filmed towards the end of December? Sure, we're going to be uh, filmed in the uh, remake of uh, the Ferris Bueller movie. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, you're you're not in that, man. Hang we, on. This is this is just how come you're a Ferris Bueller when you you're clearly Cameron? <laughs> because uh, I, it's better. <laughs> Look, when when we put the pictures up uh, at the minutes, people will agree. People will totally. Well, we'll see, won't we? Anyway. Uh, but this, you are the cast. Yeah, see, I missed that, man. Earth I totally cast. missed it. Very clever. Yeah. Uh, wait, what some buffins have done, they've got a mega camera. They've got two mega cameras. Um, by mega, you mean um, extreme, like, ultra HD. Uh, this one's, sh- uh, like, 4 and 5K, they are. And they are super robust because they're being fired into space. They have been fired into space already. Um, on something, or are they just uh, putting it onto the launch pad and just pressing the go button? Sure. No. Uh, <laughs> launch pad McQuack. It's, uh, they were in a rocket. They were in uh, yeah. Elon Musk, uh, the real world's um, Tony Stark, <laughs> yeah. put them in his personal rocket and at, at SpaceX uh, from Cape Canaveral uh, yeah, and yeah. fired them into space. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, they're probably on the ISS now, I would think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because when did they uh, get launched? Um, it was like quite a while ago, wasn't it, man? When did they get launched? They were launched on... I, I can't remember. They were launched on... I watched the launch, and it was... The other day! Okay, so just the other day. Okay. Sure. Uh... But they're getting, uh, they're going to be installed, aren't they, man? Uh, on onto the outside of the ISS in December. In December, yeah. So like now. Sure. So uh, what the plan is, they're going to attach them facing the Earth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, rather than facing into the infinite <laughs> black of space. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, <laughs> and point them down at the ground. One of them is going to be like your wide shot, uh, which will show like. Uh, a continent as it goes past. Uh, yeah, have you got some uh, some some like uh, info about that? Sure. Uh, and the other one <laughs> will be all zoomed in, like, and it will record forty kilometer strips, uh, where one pixel works out as one meter. Uh, okay. So it's pretty zoomed in. It's like yeah, yeah. not unlike a Google Earth. Okay. But this is running live, and it it uh, goes around the planet sixteen times every day. Um, yeah, before you you were talking about uh, it does three frames per second. It's now shooting that, at three that, frames per second. Yeah, right. that doesn't sound like a, an awful lot. No, but, but if you think about it, it's a long yeah, way well, away. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So uh, if you were recording at like your regular 24, 25 frames a second, it would look like it was going really slowly. Uh, yes. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. it is, it's going really <laughs> quickly. Uh, yeah, so you sort of end up with like a time lapse. Uh, sure, effect. sure. And that's a thing that you can do. So uh, they're offering, you can. You don't get to just go and watch this, but if you sign up like what we did, uh, you can get like special advanced preview passes to go and watch uh, the, the, the footage, the live streaming footage. Um, but also, if you're a rich businessman, you can order like a time-lapse of your house. Um, yeah, so say 
uh, it was like your birthday and uh, in next year sometime and you had a big uh, party uh, you could get it to fly over your house and you could all sort of wave uh, up into space and, sure. it, and you would be captured on space the, the the example that I was thinking of was like a Glastonbury festival or something uh, yeah yeah a big a big thing visible from a from there and uh, yeah you could do like if it's passing over them at that time you'd be able to get like a half a dozen pictures of it as it passed yeah. uh, as, as it like passed each time uh, yes, yeah, so you would, uh, like we were talking about, you'd be able to hire it for, like, maybe a year. Uh, not for the Glastonbury, but uh, for an example. Uh, so you could get it to fly over the same points uh, for a whole year, and at the end of it, you'd have a year's worth of time-lapse photos. Sure, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd be able to see, like, the snow melting and freezing. Well, this is the scientific application of it, isn't it, man? It is. You uh, can see, like, um, uh, what's it called? Desertification. Uh, yeah. And deglaciation. Okay, and deforestation. And deforestation. And deforest Kelly. <laughs> uh, and deforest Whitaker. Uh, and deforest Gump. <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, so it's it's a genuine like scientific thing that's useful, but it's also like an amazing fun toy, because like Google Earth, Google is pretty great. Like, don't get me wrong, but uh, if you could see like a new picture from it, like. Yeah, like uh, perhaps every day, every yeah, yeah, week, yeah. or however so often. Uh, it doesn't work all over the planet because the ISS, it doesn't go uh, above all of the areas of the planet. It goes from 51 degrees long latitude okay. to minus 50 degree one degrees long latitude. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is from Manchester to uh, Buenos Aires. Uh, yeah, okay. So what does that mean for people who are living uh, in the Arctic? No? That means they won't be able to get a picture of their igloo. <laughs> okay. Is that racist? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay. I think it is. Yeah, if it, if okay. it was Africa and I'd have said mud hut, that would have been racist. <laughs> well, we better move on then. We better move on then. Uh, what's the next thing? Oh, well, Are we going to move on totally? Oh, I don't know. Well, is there any more uh, things to say about this thing? Or, oh, or yeah, I want to talk about the launch. Okay, yeah. pretty yeah, spectacular. Yeah. So oh, no, in fact, yeah, because you were going to, Sue, uh, tell me. I was going to tell you off, to... off tape, but uh, uh, I decided to save it. Okay, so, so I... go. Uh, okay, so what uh, happened? Uh, I was I was gearing up. I've been waiting for the launch for, like, uh, like weeks. I knew it was happening, and I got, like, a, a tab open with a countdown on it. So uh, I've been waiting, and it came to, like, a matter of hours. So, like, I turned the volume up on the tab, and it began streaming video. And there was, like, some uh, like some wooden compare guy, uh, like, uh, talking about all the champagne that they had. And uh, there were, like, a bunch of boffins in a room getting uh, tanked up. And they were getting the live feed from the launch platform, which was not Cape Canaveral. They were going from somewhere on the equator. Okay. Uh... I think it was the Russian station, the Russian launch platform that they were going from, and uh, so they were they weren't in Russia. They were receiving the feed uh, because they don't really have anything to do with the launch. They just built the camera. Okay, right, right. Uh, so you've got all these buffins watching the feed, and the feed's coming through. It's like it glitches out every now and again, uh, but it's like it's pretty fine. So you can see the giant rocket with all like ice and steam. And like a big uh, bit of scaffolding holding it up, okay. and then like it comes down to the, like the last minute, and the scaffolding retracts, and like 
uh, they they fire like things to like get all the ice off, so there's like even more steam and like bits of crap dripping dra- dripping off it. Uh, and yeah, it comes down to the last few seconds and T minus ten, nine, eight, etc. Three, two, and it's it's like it's starting to shake and like they're like preheating, the pressurizing the tanks. And uh, yeah, just as the engines ignite, uh, it cuts to the inside of the control room in Russia, and and then it cut back to the rocket. Uh, maybe a, a forty seconds after it had launched, when it was just a speck in the sky. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and like none of the people in the room wanted to be like, "What the fuck's going on?" Uh, they were they were like, "Oh no, what's going on? What's this? What's This is okay." Oh dear. Uh, and uh, yeah, they were all cheering, and no one could say anything. Uh, yeah, bit of a. Uh, that's not a, a disaster, that's a but like a, a PR disaster. <laughs> yeah, it makes for a good story, though. So I, I didn't actually see the launch. I saw, I, I watched some people watching the launch on their screens, but uh, you couldn't see it. Uh, yeah, that's a bit of a shame, man. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, also, uh, the Earthcast people have made some like you know, uh, you know how a, a an astronaut would have like a an American flag on his shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a like a patch. Uh, they've made some uh, like great little patches in that sort of vein. Uh, they're pretty amazing. Can I ask for some? But they said no. <laughs> but you are hoping to get some in the future. Maybe we'll get some in the future. Uh, but yeah, Earthcast. Uh, obviously, as always, all the things will be in the minutes at cellplme.com. Okay, next thing now. Next thing. The next thing is... Okay. Um, picture the... Uh, the the situation. Okay, so uh, a, a giant explosion uh, has uh, brought down a, a big sort of uh, nuclear plant. Okay, okay so uh, like what, like a BFG exploded? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, and, okay, so and like after everything uh, has been cleared up, you want to know if you can drink uh, the water, for example, okay? Sure, uh, that water is a thing I drink. Okay, uh, but um, if, it's, if it's all going to be like full of radioactivity, uh, it's uh, it's not going to be very safe, man. It's not gonna I be guess very safe. not. Um, so to fix the uh, not to fix it, but to like to see if it's going to be safe or not, uh, you would use a Geiger counter. Uh, yeah, but I don't have a Geiger counter, man. A Geiger counter is an expensive piece of scientific equipment that I don't just have lying mm. around like the oscilloscope that I do. I just have lying around <laughs> or the Van de Graaff generator that I have lying around. Okay, stop showing off. Okay, so back back to the situation. Um, well, if you don't have a Geiger counter, um, do you have some sort of smartphone? No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you but, don't. But I do have access to one, I suppose. Oh, well, that's okay. Um, well, you can just download an app. You know, man, there's an app for that now. Oh, don't be ridiculous. No, because, like, uh, it would just be like a joke app, right? Um, there are lots of joke apps out there, but uh, this this is a real working uh, Geiger counter app for your phone. I don't believe you. How does it work? Uh, you should explain this, man. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, the CCD in a camera... Yep. If you were to go into a heavily radioactive area, um, you'd be filming, uh, perhaps you'd take a selfie, or uh, a sext, and <laughs> you you would uh, you point the camera, uh, but uh, you would pick up a certain amount of interference from the strong radiation which was uh, cooking your internal organs. <laughs> yeah, these would show up as like little um, little flecks or yeah, dots. Yeah, little yellow so, specks yeah, yeah, all yeah. over your uh, all over your uh, naked pictures that you're taking. <laughs> Uh, and that would ruin it. But in this situation, 
they use the interference as a measuring device. Uh, so more yeah. radiation equals more interference. Oh, uh, yes. That much yes. we understand. Okay. But somebody, uh, what's he called, man? <clears throat> oh, he's called Rolf Dieter Klein. Uh, has done some experiments where he got a bunch of phones and he covered up the lens with a bit of, like, black rep tinfoil stuff. Yep. And uh, put them near a radioactive thing with also a Geiger counter. So uh, he could measure how much uh, radiation there was and he could also measure the amount of interference that it was. So by doing that, he could calibrate it. Uh, and yeah, say, yeah. This okay, much yeah. interference equals this much radiation. And basically, that's it. It's, it's, it's deceptively clever, isn't it, man? It's a it's a elegant solution. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, a Geiger counter you could literally like, poke it uh, at the water uh, near, and it will start clicking immediately and give you a very accurate reading. That's correct. Uh, but the phone doesn't quite work like that. But it would work if you left it there for. 15, 20 minutes? Sure, because the sensor on the CCD in a phone is so tiny, uh, it doesn't get hit very often. So uh, you need to, like, have more time to do, like, an an average, Uh, a net, a mean, a median, a mode. Um, Uh, Yeah, mean, median, a mode. Yeah, one of those. uh, It would be a mean. Okay. Uh, We've got some, like, mean radiation to average (laughs) out. And, uh, yeah, you do that, and... It will tell you, like, quite subtle radioactive things. So uh, one of the things you can do is, you know, if you're in a plane? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that jet that you flew that time? Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, if you're up uh, in high up in the atmosphere, you are less protected by, like, all the air from the space uh, radiation. Uh, yeah, that's why they wear, you... uh, wear a suit. Sure, space, but space what, suit, like you know? a businessman on a, on a business trip? <laughs> is that what you mean? No, I, I thought you meant like really high into space. No, I mean just on like a commercial oh, uh, in, intergalactic, uh, intercontinental flight. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get a, like a lot more radiation up there than you do down here, but it's really inconsistent. Okay. Uh, so like if there's a solar flare, uh, we wouldn't notice it down here, but you would totally notice it up there. But you wouldn't unless you had something to measure it. Which yep. would be this? Uh, but you can't use your phone on the uh, on the aeroplane, man. Oh, you have to have it in flight mode. <laughs> oh, is that that's okay? Is it? Uh, hey, you know what, man? Talking of interference, just going back to Earthcast. Sure. How do they stop all the interference uh, interacting with the the special five K uh, sensors on those? That's a good question because the radiation up there would do. I know. Uh, so I guess uh, it's in a it's in metal a box. box. It's in some sort of box. You can't just send up a giant lead box, though. How expensive would that be? I don't know. He's he's pretty rich, though, man. Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. It's not Elon Musk. He's the uh, he's the taxi firm. Uh, the Earthcast people. I don't know. I don't think they're like particularly rich. Well, maybe maybe we should ask them how rich they are. <laughs> no, no. How they're doing it? Uh, how they're uh, protecting the cameras? Maybe we shouldn't ask them. Maybe we should ask you, not you, Bryce, but but oh. you, the person listening. So, how would you protect a very fragile but expensive camera from radioactivity? In space. In space. Okay. Sure. Good question, good question. Uh, sure, so where were we? We were talking about the... Oh, yeah, sorry, the back, back to the uh, the app. Yeah, yeah. So, what else do we have written down about it? What's in our notes? Um, well, it's, uh, it's, it's four pounds... Well, four dollars ninety-nine. Which uh, is... Uh, two pounds eighty-eight. No, it's four dollars ninety-nine on the Apple Store. For an an i 
version. Oh, okay. And it is £2.88 for an Android version. So basically, like, around £3 uh, to find out if something is radioactive. Sure. And hey, well, can you point it at your friends to find out if they're radioactive? You can point it at whatever you like. That's pretty good. I guess. So what else would be radioactive? What else could you, like, test it with? Because, like, if you've got it... Oh, some uh, yellow cake. Some yellow cake? And where would you get yellow cake from? Oh, that genius kid who made some uh, some uh, material in his garage. Yeah, he made it out of like smoke alarms and things, didn't he? Uh, yeah, smoke alarms and old, um, old glass, old green glass. Yeah, the green glass that you sometimes see like in a charity shop or an antiques fair. That's a uh, that's uranium, I think, that's in that. Uh, to be honest, I think you could just point at the green glass. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is a radioactive thing, famously? Like the glowing watch? Oh, I was going to say glowing watch, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I think that's too subtle. I don't think that will. Okay. Uh, certain lenses, old lenses, are treated, uh, and they're radioactive. Oh, I so didn't you know that. test those. Some mushrooms are radioactive. <laughs> is this true? Yeah, it sure is, man. <laughs> uh, so don't eat those ones, though, man. Don't eat them. Uh, plutonium? That's radioactive? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, you can test what is and what isn't radioactive. Uh, that train that sometimes goes past, pretty sure that's radioactive. That made the screen go all bendy. Do you know about that, man? Um, no, I didn't. No, no. Okay, so there's a train that sometimes goes past. Okay. Uh, it's not frequently, but sometimes. And, uh, yeah, when it goes past, uh, uh, not so much now because we've got a different screen, but it's with a CRT monitor. It like made it all bend round, like when you put Whoa. a magnet next to it. That's pretty good. Um, uh, was it was it carrying some sort of um, uh, secret thing that was all topped up and like so you couldn't tell? What sure, it was. it was all like flapping, and there was like a big chrome floating object underneath it. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's that's that. But uh, also, if you're one of the uh, the smart, handsome, intelligent people who did the previous quiz, yeah, you get this. Uh, they get the radioactive counter thing. That's, I think uh, everyone gets one. I think we've got enough for one for everyone. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, we've only got eye device codes, but uh, like if if you can't use it, you can help out a friend with it and stop them becoming radioactive. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty great, man. That's but yeah, great. you all get one. Also, maybe if you do uh, this quiz early, th this like newest quiz early on. Uh, the first few people will send you a code straight away because we've got a bunch to use up and they're gonna like go off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can give them away as like early Christmas presents. Sure, but you gotta get in there early. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, mm. we have a piece of music from a woman called Andrea Gorse. It is the cover of a song, f uh, which is a famously on a movie, right, man? Uh, yeah. Uh, a a Tarantino movie, I think. Bang, bang. I was five and he was six. We're old all horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. He shut me down, bang, bang I hit the ground, bang, bang That awful sound, bang, bang My baby shut me down 
some gold for you right here uh what like a physical gold bar mm, is no. it okay i'm saying we do uh the other one sure yeah yeah no i, I was okay. gonna say man first up we have a movie it's called dr easy it's a short film by the company shinola uh yeah they they uh did um like they're based in london uh, and they've done things like for um ju- uh, ju- junior senior uh uh, uh, not blur. Um, yeah, yeah. They using, did the Shrigley video, yeah, right? The Shrigley video, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they did all the the visual stuff for um, Hitchhiker's Guide as well, man. Uncle. Uh, they did an uncle. Uncle, Uncle Buck. And uh, they did a did they do the Radiohead blips too? <clears throat> yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, but they disappeared for a little while, didn't they, man? Well, yeah, they did because one of them died, man. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Do you not? No, no, I, I know, I, I had no idea. No, they went away for ages because, like, one of them, yeah, it oh, was like, that's and he was like, sad, he was a, a young guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I didn't know that. That's uh, that's pretty bad. Uh, but they've like they went away for a while and then they decided to continue. And this is like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, not, it's not the first thing they've done since then, but it's like a, it's certainly a big thing since they've done since they've started up again. So they've got funding. Excellent. Thank and you. they have made a short film, which is also like. A a pitch, a prototype, a uh, yeah, like a pitch, I suppose. Um, a, a short, like, uh, and they would like to turn it into a full feature. Yeah, it's like a, a little uh, snippet of what would uh, they would like to happen. You know, sure. like a like, hey, check out what we can do. So yeah, they want to make the film. They don't want what happens in the film to happen. I don't know. Maybe they do. 
Oh, maybe, maybe. Anyway, so Doctor Easy, okay, uh, is a uh, is a, a lady robot. Is uh, it a lady? I think so. Yeah, well, it's got a lady's voice. Oh, see, I didn't see it as a lady. You just saw it as a non-gender robot. Uh, I don't know. I think I thought it was a dude. Well, no, no, because it's definitely got a lady's voice. But it doesn't have boobs or, or eyelashes or a bow in its head. <laughs> yeah, but it also doesn't have a Johnson, so... Am I reinforcing negative stereotypes? Pretty much. Look, he's basically a, a, a robot sure. uh, who is also a doctor. Um, and we open up, uh, the, the, f- the film opens up to uh, a lot of police and everyone downstairs, uh, like a d- uh, on the road. Yeah, like a SWAT team. Yeah, outside a s- a of... Snipers. A, yeah. And uh, and this and this robot um, sort of uh, is activated and uh, gets out of the uh, the van and walks over to the building and starts to make uh, her its uh, way up the stairs. Um, we're not literally going to uh, describe the entire the, the entire thing, man. No, I think. But uh, basically, there's a guy in there. Uh, he's uh, he's he's doing pretty bad, isn't he, man? Yeah, he's doing pretty badly. He's he's obviously angry about something. He's causing a kerfuffle. He's like shooting out the window and stuff. And, uh, but he's also injured, hence why there's a, a, a robot uh, sort of medical assistance. Sure, but uh, it, it's it's being used as like the equivalent of those like uh, police rovers. Uh, oh, uh, where they send in like a thing with a camera yeah, yeah, and a yeah. gun on it. <laughs> yeah, we're getting confirmation that it's definitely a woman. Okay. Yeah. See, I thought it was. Yeah, it's a lady. Uh. So it yeah it it goes up and it uh it speaks to this guy yeah uh, it's it doing like the negotiation uh, sort of skills as well isn't it yeah I think I'd like to speak about the robot yes let's do that uh okay so it's so it, it's definitely a man it's definitely a dude it's it's an imposing two meters tall uh was it is it is it supposed to be that tall it is because there's a website about it oh did, uh, it, like, did like, it duck when it went under the door I don't remember that well the door frame is like about two meters one ninety seven I think man no I think that's true <laughs> not your door your so, door's tiny <laughs> carry on uh so uh yeah it's uh there's a website about it which is like a, a fake sciency website as if it's real so like you could stumble across it. Uh, during your uh, hours of internet research and yeah. find it. And uh, well, on, on nowhere does it uh, claim that it's a parody or anything. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, although we watched the film, um, you didn't show me this website. Uh, we didn't look at it. Oh, uh, did I skip no, that? Yeah, we totally... F- well, well, I, I, I haven't it. seen it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, when you get to the end of the credits, there's a, a URL. And uh, it takes you to a website which is like... It's like a Boston Dynamics. So it's got like yeah, yeah. Uh, a prototype uh, Mark One. It's not called Doctor Easy. It's called like Mister Seventy Eight or something. <laughs> okay. And it's uh, it's just like some robot legs with a cube on the top. Yeah, and a flashing red light. It's pretty much is. And then you've got like another one, which is like uh, uh, uh some robot legs with like a keyboard, but with uh, like an arm on it, and then so on and so on until you get to the last one, which is like, it's like a a tall skeleton. Yeah, I'd say it's a bit more sort of uh, fleshed out than a skeleton, though. Uh, not fleshed out with flesh, like the Terminator, but fleshed out with, um, like, some sort of plastic. Sure. Uh, although, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's some sort of, uh, like, carbon fibre or something amazing. Yeah, sometimes it's carbon fibre and sometimes it's pixels, right? Because uh, it switches out from being, like, a CG creature to uh, yeah, being, it, like, it a, pu- a puppet. To. 
Yeah, we're pretty sure that's uh, that's maybe it's not. Maybe it's all CG, man. I'm pretty we're, we're sure some fooled. of it's for reals. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure of it. Those lights look uh, like the lights. The the face display is all made up of little, little uh, rather large points of light. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's styled. It's nice. Uh, not unlike, do you remember that Bjork video where she was a robot who got off with herself? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, she was like a white robot, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was two white robots who were pashing. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, that's a good description. Thanks, man. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, go and watch it. It's based on, um, it's based on a, a book, uh, called The Red Men, uh, written by a dude called Matthew D. Abahua? Yeah, if you want. Uh, yeah, but um, I think it would pan out nicely into like, uh, maybe like uh, if it's not a full-on feature, mm. it could be like a uh, a Black Mirror, so like a feature-length uh, made-for-TV yeah, sort yeah. of affair. I mean, what would happen in the feature-length version of it, though? Like, would it all be about the development of it or the use of the the metal bot? Sure. Either of those. Sure, both of those things. They both sound interesting. Uh, Maybe, uh, yeah, what it does, uh, how it was made, where it goes, who did it, why. It's just the remake. And uh, when? So it's going to be the remake of Robocop, yeah? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But this one's nice. It's Dr. Cop. I mean... (laughs) Dr. Easy. <laughs> okay, man, let's move on. Okay, so the next film uh, that we're going to talk about is called Call of the Wily. Sure it is. Come uh, on, man, get it together, man. Doc, I, I took the wrong part and mixed them together. <laughs> what I meant was not what I said. Uh, okay. <sighs> okay, you okay, man? Okay, I'm okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, next one, Call of the Wily. Call of the Wily. So this film... Uh, chronicles the uh, the downward spiral of events when uh, Wiley, uh, who, who well, who could it possibly be uh, called Wiley? Um, this this uh, a <laughs> the, this is true. Uh, there's a, a kid actor called Wiley Wiggins. Uh, he was in um, Dazed and Confused. Uh, okay. This is pretty much the only Wiley I know, though. Is there a rapper? Sounds like it could be a rapper. Yeah, why not? Uh, but it's not. It's the, the clearly the most famous Wiley, Wiley Coyote, and he works for Warner Brothers, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and what does he do at Warner Brothers? Um, well, he he basically just tries to catch the Roadrunner. Sure. Th- is that his job? Yeah, that's his job. He's an actor, and he tries to catch the Roadrunner, and uh, the Roadrunner stops him with an Acme something. An Acme something. Yeah, yeah. And one day. It, this just gets too much for him, and he's guarded into uh, uh, catching the Roadrunner. Uh, what does he do, man? And he catches him. Whoa! And he puts his paws around his long, slender neck, and grips and squeezes until all of the essence is drained from his blue carapace. <laughs> uh, yeah. So obviously he gets fired, and uh, there's police charges and things. So uh. He uh, he gets booted out. So he goes to a bar, uh, 
I, I didn't say that all this is live action. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for the bit when you said, oh, and by the way. <laughs> oh, and by the way, this is all live action. Yeah, it's live action. Uh, the So Wiley is a is like a, an actor, a real man, dressed up uh, in quite a tremendous costume. Sure. But not but not a costume version of the character, the cartoon character. No, he's wearing, he's, he's got like the head and then he's wearing the suit. Uh, yeah, but he's also got hairy paws as well. He's got the the yeah, yeah. the, the uh, coyote paws, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's got like a really good hairy chops face, like a <laughs> yeah. like a Wolverine. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, and a little sort of um, coyote nose and ears and stuff like that. So yeah. he's like a real life version of of the wild. They they also uh, paid attention to detail and had like one straight ear and one crooked over ear. Yeah, they did. Yeah, That's very good. Uh, yeah, so he's in a bar, isn't he, man? Just uh, drinking his woes away. And he's down on his luck, and he's talking to a woman who he tells a story to. Uh, I think that's enough of an intro. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, give me some... Uh, some. Who's it directed by? Some information Some like facts. This. Okay, one of the stars in it, uh, it... There's a sequence with him hanging out with his uh, showbiz chums, and... In the sort of 40, 50s, 40s and 50s? Sure. It'd be like 50s, I suppose, when he when he was started, he was created. At his prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and these are like at a pool party with uh, a James Dean and a... A Marilyn Monroe. A Marilyn Monroe, which is a cardboard cutter. <laughs> uh, and a... Uh, uh, a Marlon Brando. A Marlon Brando, played by Billy Zane from uh, Back to the Future. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was uh, directed by the Oscar winner, Fisher Stevens. Is that true, man? What did he win an Oscar for? At this. <laughs> Short Circuit. Hackers. Oh. Gotta be hackers. So, no, he's an Oscar winner. For for what, though? Not for this. Or, or actually for this. No. <laughs> no, for right, this, man. Uh, he won an Oscar. He directed a film about uh, people killing dolphins. Oh right, okay. So he went like he went all serious and yeah, yeah, yeah. gun done and won an Oscar. Oh right, okay. Uh yeah. But he he just uh he he did this documentary about uh all these people killing dolphins and it was very serious. But when he popped into camera he, he got a brown face on. <laughs> with a Indian accent? With a yeah. with like yeah, a and a little robot. Yeah, he was trying an to sell insane like a little, Indian accent. Little toy robot, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, so that's what he did. Also, uh, have you seen his neck, man? <laughs> um, yeah, it's very, ex- well, it's very thin. A bit like the coyote. Uh, sure. Well, no, yeah. uh, a bit like Roadrunners, isn't it? Yeah. Sure. It's an extreme neck. Uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you Google him, uh, you'll find that, generally speaking, he's wearing a scarf. <laughs> and uh, you keep going until you find a picture where he's not wearing a scarf. Yeah, that's why he's wearing a scarf. <laughs> Uh, but the film's uh, very good. It's uh, yeah. The, the link obviously uh, will be in the minutes, but um, the link to it is on YouTube. Uh, I think it's a Vimeo. Oh, okay. A Vimeo. But it doesn't matter if you just go to selfplmy.com. It'll be yeah, right there for you. But uh, what I was going to say was uh, the quality is pretty bad. But it's uh, because it's uh, it was filmed in 1994. Which I I was saying that doesn't seem like such a long time ago, but that's like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was uh, pre-DV quality. So you're talking like. Uh, sort of like well film but uh, what onto VHS uh, beat him beat it yeah yeah anyway they, 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 besides that it's great it's a great thing so go and watch that and you can see the conclusion it's uh <laughs> it's pretty great it's pretty great it's pretty great so next up we've got a, a song by the band The Minions 
and it's called What We Choose to Be. Three, four, three, two, one. So we got three gamers for you this time. Three? That's pretty good, man. Because we... normally I restrict us to two. Yeah, yeah, So we yeah. don't uh, roll over into being an insanely long show. Yeah, no, too bad, man. We're already hitting an hour now, so. But uh, what I did is I asked two people, and one of them said yes, and one of them didn't reply. So I asked another person, and then everybody said yes. That's so, okay, though. That's but that's good, because they're all good. They're all gold. Uh, yeah, and they're all vastly different as well, man. They're all extremely different. So where are we going with first, man? Okay, let's go. Um, let's go crazy. Let's go like insane and like um, mind, men, like melting brain sort of explosion. Okay, so what is it? It is called <clears throat> "Drop That Beat Like an Ugly Baby." Okay, so this is a bass drum, a, a bass drum. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh, this is a bass jumping simulator. Uh, yeah. Okay, but instead of base jumping off a real building, you're base jumping in a computer simulation. So it's a simulation of a simulation? 
It's a meta simulation. Mm. It's a meta bass jumping si- bass drum simulation. <laughs> uh, and so you start off, and I guess you're at the top, like if you bass jump. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're go- you're falling through a stylized city of like cubes and flashing things, and like maybe there's cars whizzing past, and like a beam of a laser and stuff. So you're in the future. It's supposed to be Boston. Is it? Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. No, because it's very much like a very colorful uh, sort of boxy world boxes yes, so uh, like what and like stripes is it too lazy to say a tron uh no no that's okay it's a bit tron-esque it's a bit yeah. lazy of me uh okay do do something better oh uh uh tron uh, the remake <laughs> it's a bit like a bit wipeouty um yeah but uh, but but there's no like details that are on the buildings. The buildings are literally like boxes. You some don't see some win- of them have got like a bit of a squiggle. Yeah, but they're not like windows and bricks. No, and, no, no. And doors and things like that. No. Uh, so yeah, you uh, you launch out at the top, and you you gain points by like uh, doing insane things. So like, go through a really small gap. Yeah, the the like the POV is uh, from uh, your eyes. Like, from your eyes. Uh, you, rather than you being uh, rather than being a sprite or some sort of character sure so it's not like you have a parachute and all that yeah it's you, not you, like, you, like a, a what was that game called man parachute joust parachute joust I don't know man D- parachute joust is uh, sorry to go off topic uh, <laughs> parachute joust is an Amiga game uh, and it is a uh, you know the bit in that Bond film where Bond I think it's Sean Connery okay Jumps out of the plane with the do with the teeth. Uh, yeah, Jaws, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's only one parachute. Yeah, that would be, so Rod- be Roger Moore if it, if, if it was Jaws. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Jaws, so it must be a Roger Moore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they jump out of the plane and they've got to like battle to get the uh, parachute. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what that is. <laughs> Anyway, that's not that's what not the that's game not similar about. to what we're talking about particularly, okay. other than that you're falling. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So um, the the I would say the most interesting or the driving force of this game is the music. Sure. The mum music is that uh, there's like a selection of uh, like genres of music in there. Yeah, it's yeah. got like a it's got like an electro house or a a dubstep or a smooth rock. Yeah. Or something. There's like a bunch of different ones built in, but... Yeah, if you don't like any of those, you can put in your own music. Uh, and the the levels will be generated based upon the beats and bips and bops of the music that you put in there. That's right. Uh, so yeah, when we were playing it the uh, this afternoon, uh, we were playing it to uh, Justice. Sure, which was insane. Yeah, and some Aphex Twin and things like that. So the levels were extremely busy and very complicated. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a real, like, uh, points harvesting game where you go back and you, you just, like, hone your skills. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you, you were saying you get the points by, um, uh, as you drop uh, down, you've got to get as close as you can to the objects. Okay, so you can, uh, you can like, do a grind, which is, like... Uh, yeah, but you, but you don't want to touch touch it, though. You, you can't touch the, uh, the uh, objects. No, it's not a grind. It's a groove. Uh, oh, I see. Yeah, groove. Uh, so you go super near to something, and that gives you like a, an amount of points. If you go near a thing that's flashing and like uh, press space on it, 
that gives you an amount of points. Or you can pick up like a ball and that gives you points. Yeah, but uh, yeah. the the best thing to do is just go super near things and through like a tiny gap. Yeah, the more you play it, the more ambitious you will be. Uh, and the, the more you'll try to uh, get in between like the tiniest of gaps. Yeah, and you've got like very virtually no mess. So if you can get like, there's a tiny subtle crosshair in the middle. So if you can line that up with the gap, then you're pretty safe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, you go like, bong, <laughs> and like smash into the uh, side. You, you can hit three things, is that right? I think you can survive like yeah, three yeah. smashes into things, just like real base jumping. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you control it with the, uh, the mouse. Uh, so up is up, down is down, left and right. Yeah, uh, I would prefer the other way around. Like, yeah, yeah, but you can't invert it, I don't think. I didn't um, try, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe you can but, but like it's but not. But it sort of does play. Uh, yeah, usually we invert it because uh, it's more. Because we're so amazingly old school. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's sort of in this game, in this instant, it sort of does make sense. It sure, sure it does. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that is available from a Desoban Games. Uh, it's called Drop That Beat Like an Ugly Baby, and it's ten dollars. Also, there's a dev mode where you can like get a text file and change all the parameters and uh, like break the game. Oh, uh, so yeah, so you can like make up your own levels. Sure. So okay. like, uh, uh, the music that you insert affects the level, but also uh, affecting the parameters will affect what elements will appear and how many of them okay, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's two ways to affect the level. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I was saying the the other game that I the only other game I can think of, man, was the uh, Vib Ribbon, where you do. Like the music effects. Sure, the level. sure. Yeah, that's uh, that's another principle where it builds the level around your tunes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, when you all play it, uh, definitely put on the most complicated, most outrageous music you can think of. Yeah, and put your face right into the monitor. Yeah, uh, we want to play it later using a giant projector or something. That would be great. Yeah, and we're gonna push our face right up to it and take all the drugs. <laughs> yeah, uh, get the um, Oculus Rift. Uh, Rift. The uh, Oculus Rift. <laughs> the Oculus Risky. Uh, have lots of risky and uh, see how long we last sure bong <laughs> next game the next game is a game called shelter and uh no no we were going to end with that one weren't we because we wanted to oh no no carry on man <laughs> it's called shelter the next game is called shelter and it's some badgers you're like a mother badger and you've got five cubs uh yeah your mother yeah and, uh, yeah, you've got to, like, uh, migrate. You've got to, like, go go around, um, but, like, get is, food for them. Yeah, is there an aim? Have you got to get to a place, or do you just wander around? Sure. Well, like, you've got to go and get food, I suppose. Like, if you just stayed at the beginning, you're in, like, a burrow, a den. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hive? Yeah, I mean, like, the driving part of that game is that you've got to keep your kids alive. Sure. Uh, so you've got to move around. So we keep going to collect food, and food might be a radish, or... Um, like a little rat, or something like that? Sure, a, a carrot. Um, or an apple, uh, which you get by headbutting the tree. Yeah, or a frog. Um, or a fox. Sure, stuff like that. <laughs> uh, and these are all things that you come across on your travels, but there are also hazards, such as a fox. <laughs> But if you get in there first, like, you're a lot bigger than a fox, so you can, like, jump on its head and press it into the ground. <laughs> yeah. And then your children come along and uh, eat its, like, uh, still-conscious remains. 
um yeah so you've got these five uh, little uh, little kids to look after um and if you don't do a very good job they start to fade in color they yeah, sort they of go, go a bit grayer gray, and they? grayer yeah, yeah. and they've also all got like a slightly different pattern mark on their back well, yeah, so if you're observant, you can tell which one is not with you anymore. Or which one should, is hungry. Should the worst happen. Should they get eaten by a... We said a fox. What are the, what other predators mm. could there be? An eagle. An eagle could be a predator. Or the predator could eat one of them. Yeah, uh, you. Maybe you um, could. Uh, yeah, uh, a cat. Uh, uh, maybe a bear. Yeah. A Bigfoot. A potato man. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you've got a... You've got to get through the landscape. Uh, from a game point of view, yep, it's uh, well executed. It's clean. It's smooth, but it's not uh, like uh, amazingly ambitious from like uh, a, no, a no. gamification point of view. It's uh, it's like a, it's pretty pretty simple. You just like go along and avoid the bad things and collect the, the good things. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that's not where its uh, quality lies. So where is it? Where is its quality, man? Uh, the quality would be, what, in the way it looks? I would say and, the quality the is in the way it looks. Yeah, and the music that goes with it. And sure. The general ambiance. The ambiance, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason it looks the way it does is because it's based on a book. Sure. Uh, and is the... Well, I haven't seen the book. Though, is the book like sort of designed in the same way? It's a, it's a bit more, it's the same sort of concept. So it's yeah, a, but it's a bit more illustrative. It's like blocks of patterns. So it's not unlike a very hungry caterpillar. <coughs> so it's uh, like yeah, a yeah. collage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the uh, the books like maybe a bit more angular, I would say. Okay. Uh, and the books released by the same people who made the game. Oh, that's quite interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they, so they, it makes sense to make a like an interactive uh, version of the book. Effectively, rather than yes. just being an ebook, it's uh, like a game. Yeah, it's pretty and clever. It's, man. it's like uh, it could be distressing for a child because like these are your little children, <laughs> and if you're not so good, they might get eaten. Well, what is the target audience for these uh, for this game then? Because uh, uh, it's not going to be for little kids, though, is it? It's for the target audience is the Golden Girls. <laughs> Uh, they're featuring a lot today, aren't they? Sure they are, sure they are. Well, they're so hot right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I've got a quote from someone who, who is uh, having a look at it. Uh, the quote is from our sound guy, and it's, The badgers are too cute. <laughs> the badgers are too cute. Uh, with, like, glassy eyes. Uh <laughs> And it's true. The well, badgers it is are, true. It is the true. The badgers are like so so amazingly cute. And uh, yeah, if you uh, if one of them gets eaten, basically like uh, in your mind you have a choice. You can continue, and just like uh, think of the game as a game. Yeah. Or yeah. you can stop playing. <laughs> and go off and cry. And go and off feel and bad. cry. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because yeah, once one of them gets eaten, you can carry on playing, but it it's sort of like ruined then. Well, no, because you've only got four to look after then, so it just gets easier. It does get easier. That's true. Uh, when I got through to the end, I only had one remaining. Uh, yeah, well, you know, nature is tough, isn't it, man? Well, that's uh, like net zero, isn't it? Because like I am one, and then I'm replaced by one. So like that's like uh that's okay that's like a uh, 
yeah, yeah. net balance for the planet. It's the circle of life. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Uh, do we have those to give away? Sure, we have a bunch of those to give away. Uh, yeah, but if if you're not lucky enough uh, to to win, um, where could you buy it, and how much is it, man? It's nine dollars ninety nine cents, and there'll be a link in a minute. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, next game. The next game is a game called Extra Solar, and it's not really like anything I've played before. Uh, no, no. Which I, I mean, think for like and anything is pretty much the highest compliment. Uh, yeah, definitely. We definitely. once got a review of the show, and the review was, I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> Which I, th- I think's like, uh, the, the perfect review. Because normally it, it would be like, uh, like this person on this drug. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's like yeah, a yeah. stock review, that's, that's right? That's a thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know how to describe this, is, uh, yeah, my preferred review. Yeah. Well, well done us. <laughs> well done us. We're so great. Um, but yeah, th- this game is uh, not... Well, it, it is a game, but um, it's very much like a, a real-world science-based game. As in, like, if you were NASA and you send a probe over to Mars... Sure. Um, hey, like, I believe you, they did that. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you like, the guys, in, in they're not just sat at a controller with, like, a, some sort of, like... PS4 controller just driving it around uh, like a radio control car. No, because uh, it's a long way away. Yeah, uh, yeah. How long would it take to uh, to realize that you'd crashed? It's like if you're <laughs> playing something and it's lagging really badly. Yeah, but it's lagging by about uh, three hours. Sure. <laughs> but in this game, it lags by one hour uh, to, to make it a bit more... Uh, achievable. Y- achievable, usable within a day. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so y- you are a rover on... A planet uh, called okay, it's called Epsilon Erdan E. Yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. Uh, so instead of driving it round with like a steering wheel and an accelerator pedal, uh, you just click on a point. Uh, yeah, which would be the equivalent of like the NASA guys uh, doing the Mars one of like punching in a load of code and telling it to go to a, a certain set of coordinates. L- yeah, coordinates. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Sure, so you click on a point, and it says, Okay, uh, I'll take a picture when I get there, uh, and I will text it to you. Uh, it will take one hour. What sort of picture would you like it to be? So you can send back a just a picture, or you get uh, three panoramas. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can do one with a uh, flash, uh, if it's like nighttime. Sure. Uh, and you can also do infrared as well. Uh, sure you can, but that's uh, something that becomes unlocked later. That's oh, not okay, something yeah, yeah. you get straight away. Uh, you can also unlock. Um, is this giving it away? A sound as well. Does, does it? Uh, your rover does record sound, but again, that's not something that happens initially. Initially, you start off and you drive away from like the uh, the pod which you pop out of, and you drive around and you find stuff. There's like plants and stuff growing, which is pretty spectacular, because that's like life on another planet. Um, yeah, well, it's it's like an Earth-based. Uh, is it, sort it's of... lichen. It's lichen. It could be lichen. It could be lichen, yeah. It's not really lichen, because it would be <laughs> convergent evolution, but it could be similar to lichen. Uh, yes, it's like a Earth-like type uh, uh, planet. Sure, it's uh, what uh, like a Goldilocks. Yes, yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, but so it, there's it, water on there and, and possible life and things like that, and so you've got to go around and like investigate it. 
Sure. Uh, it looks like the pictures look like the pictures back from the Mars rover. Uh, yeah, well, as we were saying, um, b because it's not like a game where you just drive around, um, they are only sending back uh, one picture. So that one picture is amazingly detailed and um, sort of like very well rendered, if you like. Sure. So like imagine like if uh, you were playing Grand Theft Auto, but it only had to render one frame an hour. Uh, how <laughs> yeah. good could it render that one frame? This good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've written here as well, uh, you get contacted by real emails. Yeah, so that's how it starts. You uh, oh, yeah. you sign up for it, you send them an email, and you sign up for it, and they say, oh, you've got to, like, do some tests. And then so you've got, like, another little friend who interjects, uh, who's already done the tests for you, so you cheat your way in. But he's like your little man on the inside, but he's a conspiracy nut. And uh, I won't go too much into it because it's uh, all—it's no. narrative based, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're like uh, piecing your narrative together and collecting bits of information at a time. It's a—it's a little adventure for you. Uh, uh, yeah, but as you go around, say say a picture comes back, um, and you think, oh, that little bit there looks uh, interesting. You can sort of highlight it and uh, sort of uh, take a like an, an analysis of it. So uh, so the scientist guys back at the uh, back at the what like the NASA based. Uh, sort of I don't know like a are we going to say a lab a lab yeah there you go they can analyze it and then get back to you with what it is is it a plant is it alive is it whatever sure and then they like give you a bit of a synopsis of what they think it is yeah yeah uh, and you go around and you uncover mysteries you drive around and uncover mysteries and and find lots of exciting things um uh, and it's great I won't talk about any more content uh no 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 because uh it's like I said, it's narrative based, and I don't want to spoil it for you. Uh, we can get you access to this, so uh, come on to the uh, onto the website again, and we'll put a link so you can get access into the game. I don't think you need to wait till till we do the quiz to do this. You can do this right now. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, so yeah, we can get you in there. Uh, one of my favorite things about it is this is a sort of perfect game. To play whilst you're at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, you can uh, click on the thing and tell it to do its investigatory sort of uh, analysis, and then come back to it at lunchtime or something like that. Sure. So you can set it to go and go and travel twice and take two pictures. <clears throat> yeah, so you yeah. start off and you're at your lander, uh, and it automatically drives out and calibrates itself and takes a bunch of pictures, and then it sends you an email saying, "I've calibrated myself and taken a bunch of pictures." So you go to it and look at the pictures, and perhaps there's some things in there that you want to tag that look like uh, an interesting thing, and then you send it on its way uh, to wherever you like, really. Uh, and yeah, how how big is the is the planet that the, you can that you can uh, e explore? Is it massive? The well, we're on an island, uh, and oh, okay. it, no, it's tiny, really tiny. But uh, we go really, really slowly. Yeah, so, uh, but the game isn't any bigger than the bit that I've seen already, no? Uh, not as far as I'm aware. And right. I'm not sure how could we could get it somewhere else. Unless, like, you go on a whale's back. Or... <laughs> the, how the... would you get to another island? Um... A, a space alien. I suppose a whale on that planet would be a space alien. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, I, I think the island is probably a kilometer square. Okay, okay. Excellent. Uh, uh, 
so yeah, but that's my favorite thing about it. Is like you you can get to work in the morning. <laughs> Your favorite thing about it is that you can play it at work. Is the but it's like you can play it whilst you're doing something else. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you set it to do a thing, uh, and then in two hours it's gonna send you back some images, maybe a sound clip, maybe some new information, maybe you'll receive an email from a, from the guy who's a conspiracy uh, nut, yeah, yeah. or the guy who is like your science boss who's like telling you what to do and things or a, an email about a plant that you saw or something uh, so you come back in two hours so like you play it in like five minute bursts uh yeah you wouldn't yeah. really play it for any longer than five minutes and then you leave it for a couple of hours and then you play it for five minutes again so it's like a good what's it called the uh the thing where you do something so you don't have to do work oh uh, skyping no what are you talking about Sure, no, neither of those things. A, uh, I think it's a P word. Uh, the thing. Procrastination. So, yeah, but it's like you get to procrastinate a bit, but it's like locked down at like five minutes, so you can get on with your work. But you've got a little satisfying piece of fun that you've done, and also when you get back to work, you think, oh, well, like, it's having fun for me on my behalf. <laughs> it's doing, it's, it's like beavering away on my behalf, and I can go back and just do the fun part. Uh, yeah, um, I'm I'm looking forward to the time that when uh, it takes a photo, there's, there's going to be some sort of alien uh, that photo bombs it for you. Sure. Uh, uh, do you think that might happen? Uh, elf. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll happen, I don't know. Uh, That'd be pretty great. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, they reckon it takes uh, an average person uh, about a month to play through. Yeah, well, that was going to be the other thing I was going to say. It's, it's a... It's a like quite a long game, isn't it? Well, uh, it is. Uh, if, you, if you're uh, playing at five minute, they posts. were saying uh, you can upgrade to a premium account. Uh, like I said, you can get uh, three panoramic pictures and probably three infrared pictures too. Yeah. But uh, if you upgrade to a premium account, which costs money, but I don't know how much money, uh, then you can get infinity of those. Yeah. Uh, and the guy <laughs> who had infinity of those. The fastest it's been finished was nine days. Okay, well, that's... Yeah, that'll be literally him doing it, waiting an hour, and immediately doing the the, like, the next yeah, thing. Yeah, so he plays for five minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. then he does it for two hours, <laughs> and then he, then he plays the game for five minutes, and so on, repeat until uh, unconscious. Sexy, sexy times. <laughs> okay, man. Okay. There we go. There were the games. Th- then were the games. Uh, and we, uh, we've got games... Uh, got. The uh, that game to give away. Or sure, we just well, got we've links. got shelter to give away, and we've yeah, got yeah. a uh, a link in to like uh, get you into this. And I strongly suggest you do. Uh, I think all of these games are Mac compatible. Also, okay, Extra Solar definitely is. Uh, I'm pretty sure the other two are too. <laughs> okay. Uh, in fact, Extra Solar is just works through your browser, so. Uh, uh, if you've got a swanky phone, there's even a chance you could log in on that. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, next up, we got a track of some music, and it's from the game Drop That Big Lake and Ugly Baby, but it's also from another game by the same developers. The track is called Drunken Robot Pornography. <laughs> Avatar. Aero 
Marky, and I think Gregory's Girl is a superior movie to those glory days, those glory, glory days. Um, my name is Vinny, and I'm a girl, and I think that, uh, glory, glory days is much better. I, 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 I simply don't understand why you would think that. Why, why would you think that? How can anyone think that? Why? Well, because G- Gregory's girl is just oh, it's just overrated. What? How? How so? Look, it may have been a revolution in film at the time, but it... You're making it sound good so far. Yeah, but it really hasn't aged very well. You haven't aged very well. <laughs> Look, the acting, it looks just a bit weak. Okay, and the tone, Claire Grogan's voice. Oh man, it really grates. It it's really great. That's right. It's really great. No, no, it's it really, really great. great. She's it got grates. a cute voice. Like you, you great. I'm great. You're not great. You great, as in you're just grinding and you just grind away until there's nothing left. Oh yeah. Gregory's Girl features a small-town Scottish school football team battling valiantly for their poor lot in life playing with more enthusiasm and skill. <sighs> choosing those yeah. glory, glory days over Gregory's Girl is akin to choosing a major label, corporate, lazy, dull stadium rock, like you too, over the musically inventive, emotional, uplifting delights provided by the hard-working boys and girls of indie pop past, present, and future, such as the miniskips. Look! Glory, glory days, okay? It's not just about spurs, okay? It's about the challenges if growing up as a teenager, young woman, like myself, in early 1960s Britain. Look, the fact that the four main characters in the film have bonded because of their mutual love for Tottenham Hotspur FC, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. 
I don't see how it's irrelevant. Also, all the good things that you said there about those glory glory days can be applied to Gregory's girl anyway. So that is a moot point. You are moot. You moot. Well, you grind. Look, anyone can enjoy this film. Whether a, a supporter of a different team or not, right? It, it's... It, if someone who hates the game, even if someone who hates the game, okay? Their shared passion for the team and Danny Blanchflower <laughs> is merely a vehicle for expressing the development of the emotions. A young woman growing up. Blanchflower can suck it. Those glory you glory days it. is a propaganda film for rampant Thatcherism and it's anti-female empowerment propaganda reinforcing negative, outdated stereotypes. That's what I think. That's what I think. Is it? Is it? That is what I think. Yeah, well, you can suck it because basically, it's very simple. It just comes down to it's all about Tottenham Hotspur FC. Okay, well, in Gregory's Girl, Dorothy beats off stiff male competition. For a yeah, I bet she beats him up. For a coveted place in the school football team. She's a girl, and she gets a coveted place in the school football team. And she triumphs, proving that women can be almost as good at men at some things. <laughs> what are you talking about? Women, like myself, are the greatest. Because we can play football better than, than you stinky boys. You're not singing anymore. You're not singing anymore.
Nacelle, here. Hold me. Hold me. Let's do it again, man, with, with loads of echo. Okay. okay. Wait, no, wait, wait. Selfie. Yeah, man, that was uh, yeah, that was wrong. Okay, we'll edit that out. We will, I'm not editing anything. No, no, totally. Okay, that last song was really long, and it was called Veronique. It was uh, the orchestral organ, uh, which was built in 1879, and it was put into a big thing in Blackpool. Uh, amazing. It's true, and. At the end of the jokes, we're gonna go straight into the entertainer. You know the entertainer, right? It's a famous piece of music for my scream vents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one is played by Scott Joplin, but it's a little bit slow, so we're gonna play at the wrong speed. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a lot better. Uh, okay, man. Um, Who's going first? Well, Anyone? I, I've got five jokes that I, I very quickly uh, wrote on the way here. So uh, you've got five train-based jokes. <laughs> Um, no, they're not train-based, amazingly, but um, they are pretty subpar. <laughs> okay, well, I've got uh, I've got some jokes too. Shall I go first? Uh, Would you like to go first? You go first. Okay, man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, man. Legal councilman Hayden C. Cowington. None of this really matters, but it doesn't matter. I'm just setting the scene, okay? Legal councilman Hayden C. Counton, who specializes in religious cases, won his most recent case. You know why he won, man? No. It was all down thanks to a French tribute musician, Bon Jovi. <laughs> so What's Jovi, then? Jehovah. Jehovah. No! Religious cases, Bon Jovi. Bon, French. I told you, man, it's, it's, not, it's not a good start. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, here we go. Uh, we're also drinking the uh, the last of the Crystal Head Vodka, so thanks, Dan. This 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 joke goes out to you. Oh, nice. Uh, why might you be furious if you were a sister of Pam Greer? I don't know, man. So why why might you be furious if you were a sister of Pam Greer? You could be Anne Greer. Angrier, angrier. <laughs> yeah, very good. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's it's a, it's a good start, this man. Go. Okay. <clears throat> hey, man, did you know that famous composer Bach, he was a vegetarian. Okay. And he was also from Birmingham. Okay. Do you know what his favorite vegetable was? No. <laughs> it was broccoli. Ah, yeah, that's good. But. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's good, because you've incorporated the accent. I'm a big proponent of that. Barocoli. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one. Uh, what does Sean Connery use as a comedy gimmick whilst out on a nice country walk? I don't know. What does he use as a comedy gimmick whilst out on a nice country walk? Shtick. <laughs> okay. Um, see, I'm a bit unsure of whether to read this one because of the recent helicopter disaster. Oh, good. So I like how you've prefaced it with that. <laughs> yeah, it's not about that. It's just got a helicopter in it, but okay. it doesn't really matter. A pilot couldn't land his helicopter. Do you know why, man? I think you might have been right with that thought you had. 
No, no, it's no. Yeah, I know. Look, a pilot couldn't land his helicopter. Do you know why? No. It's because the weather was forecast to be a bit Apache. Oh, that's good. That's a good joke. Okay. If you hadn't mentioned the thing, <laughs> then that would have been fine. Yeah, but I didn't. No, it wasn't. So let's move on. Okay, what is Mark Hamill's favorite salad dressing? I don't know. What is Mark Hamill's favorite salad dressing? Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> a German submarine <laughs> officer. Okay, I'm going to start again. Okay, okay, okay. A German submarine officer. He liked to spend his spare time sculpting his fellow officers. You know, like out of modeling clay and stuff. Okay. Okay. So the one of the captain, it was nearly finished, okay? And uh, he just had one thing left, uh, one last thing to make. Do you know what it was? No. <laughs> he just had to make Das Boot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why that works? Because it's a film about submarines. Yeah, but it's also Das. Das the? is a... No, no. Oh, it's modeling. But it's, it's modeling clay. clay. Sure. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, man. Okay, how does a crooner find info about a coastal town in Merseyside. <laughs> again, man, again. How does a crooner find info about a coastal town in Merseyside? I don't know. Bing Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> Except nobody uses Bing. <laughs> but an old person might, I suppose. Yeah, they might. Okay. If it came pre-installed. Okay, uh, this is my last one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, okay, and and it and it sort of ties up um all of the the good things that I've been uh, doing at the beginning of the show. Okay. Okay. So, the pink in the first prints of the film Pretty in Pink were all saturated, all weird. So uh, they were tweaked with help from John Hughes. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. So after this, we're gonna. Oh, I've already said what we're gonna play. Uh, we're yeah, gonna we're play gonna a song play, at the wrong speed. We're gonna play. Vo- Okay. Uh, Entertainer. Okay. This is like a call and response thing, but I've got to do both parts, so don't interject, okay? (laughs) Okay. None of my trousers fit properly, so I'm going to a tailor's in Greater Manchester. Altringo? No, he's making them from scratch!
Inspired by the entertainer there, man. We uh, we've been pretty special this show, man. <laughs> no, I. It's gone great. Don't you worry, man. Okay, so now we've got a really lame quiz for you. So we're gonna start off with the answers from last time. Okay. Am I going first? Yeah, because I'm still sorting out being pieces of paper. Jolly good. So the first question. Is what's the plural term, the collective noun, for people who listen to the show? Uh, yeah. So Joe, I go, a woman, says a prowl of lemmies. Um, Laura Sims Luddington, also a a woman, uh, says <laughs> says a clump of SPL fans. Mo says laminate. Uh, Joe List says Sally Potters. Jim Russell says Jamaicans. <laughs> uh, ben Tro uh, and Klinos, uh they say collective noun would be disorder. Uh, Delilah Pipkin says Lemmy fam- Lemmy family or splunts. Salpia Lemmy unified non stupid types. Splunts. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Uh, Andrew Madden, he says a grout of Salpia Lemmy podcast listeners. <laughs> it's snappy. <laughs> Uh, Ruby says Salpierre Liamists. Uh, Mike Sims says Plabolosts. Tony says Banana. Uh, ben Coker, he says Splarians. And Sophie and Melmahay says Splissners. Of course. It's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it is pretty good, actually. The second question was <coughs> What is Venture X? Um, so I'm reading uh, Joe's, aren't I? That's correct. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, she she says, uh, look, that's just rude. So I'm too shy to say. Laura Sims Luddington says, extreme adventure time, spelled with an X with extreme. Um, Mo has sent a link to http colon backslash backslash. I think that's a forward slash, man. Oh, no, it is a forward slash. Sorry, forward slash, forward slash, venturex.co forward slash. Uh, yeah. Joe List says the tenth Ace Ventura film. <laughs> uh, Jim Russell, uh, a dinosaur. Ben Tro and Lena say Venture X is a Kent-based tribute act playing the music of Latvian rockers Skyforger. Was that in capital letters? Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, Delilah Pipkin. Uh, it's a type of cake with an X made of jam in the middle. Mm. The goal is to find the X mm. and then shout Venture X. The winner gets to eat the whole cake. Mm, that sounds good. I like the sound of that. Andrew Madden says, A very elaborate simulacrum of those... Uh, what, what, what's the quote marks? The requested URL could not be retrieved. End quote marks website. Don't trust it. Keep an eye on it. One day it will change. Soon a cleansing the internet will be. Subsumed. The foundations of reality will be shaken. The alphabet will shrink from its current 27 letters to just one. The letter X, 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 etc. 
No, no, I want you to do all the X's, man. X, 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 Either that or something to do with kisses and text messages. You missed one. Ruby says, An adventure no human should ever dare to go on. Mike Sims says, Cider for pirates. Tony, a device that, when activated, turns every gun into the world into one of them guns that when you pull the trigger have a flag pop out with bang written on it that's pretty good that's like a <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's like a a good way you know like a a model might say I want world peace <laughs> that's like yeah, world yeah. peace but funny too yeah that's a good one that's a really uh, good Ben one. Coker says Venturex is the name given to represent the leading competitors pyramid Scheme in pyramid scheme efforts. Uh, and and Sophie Amel Mahemahel hey, uh, we must never speak of that. Shh. Okay, we've got some drawings too. No, no. We've got some drawings too. Jim Russell has drawn like. Oh, this is drawings of Tom Hi. Oh, it's High Knight. That's how you pronounce his name. I got an email from him. It was like, oh, are you are you joking? Nope. Oh my god, I didn't know this man. Yep. Uh, I got an email from him and it, it was like, oh, thanks for featuring on the show and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, my name's pronounced High Knight because we were saying like, Higanitikini. Yeah, I know. Uh, High Knight, yeah. I didn't know we had a response, man. Uh, okay, <laughs> That's so amazing. Jim Russell has drawn Tom <laughs> High Knight, uh, but as himself as a Tom High Knight with like a gold pen. Um, ben Tro and Klinos have drawn. Okay, so it's a, a picture. Uh, uh, a, a picture of him but one hand is pulling his eye up so like pulling his eyelid and the other one is pulling his mouth off to the side Ben Coker has drawn like uh, he's got like the chin in and the mouth in but he's also drawn like a grotesque foreshortened gnarled hand <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what's going on with this man uh, so Andrew Madden he's drawn uh, well he's drawn a house Sure, uh, because he builds houses. Uh, and the guy. Sure. Uh, Tom. Yeah. Sure. With a beard. Well, he's drawn it twice. He drew it. Yeah, and he... then he's drawn the same picture again, but with no beard, but blonde hair. But one is Tom High Knight, and one is Medern as Tom High Knight. Okay, I see. Okay, uh, Mo Good. has put an insane amount of effort in. He should be commended. When I say commended, I mean scorned and punished because he has done, I believe, what is known as an emoji of a smiley face. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Delilah Pipkin has done a, uh, well, I, I don't know. Uh, it's a it's a picture. It's probably drawn in, like, clip art or something. Uh, um, sure. It's a paint, I would say. Oh, paint. Sorry, not clip art. Yeah, I meant paint. Um, yeah, and it's a face... We, and then next to it is the same face but all grey and hairy sure <laughs> uh, Laura Sims Ludington has uh, modified the original picture of Tom High Knight and he, she's put like the owl hat on him and like a, a green sort of Halloween skull mask and coloured in the background pink um yeah, and Joe Joe List has uh, done a fantastic job as usual. Uh, he's drawn, well, just drawn a, a really great character version of Tom, uh, and he's wearing a very cool T-shirt. He is wearing a cool T-shirt. Uh, 
We've got Tess Iko, who is, this is a photograph, and she's pushing her chin into her neck and, like, doing a bit of a grimace and got quite a, like, a, a like, a, a scared, startled stare. <laughs> um, and, well, basically, I'm just going to say it. Basically, the winner for this. Hang on, we've got one more before we do the winner. Oh, well, we, okay, so uh, do you agree? Do you agree that he's basically... I think it's support? pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah, so the other one, well, I'll do this one, and then you do the winner. Yeah, so we've got one off uh, Sophie, uh, El Mahe, El Mahe, El Mahe. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's like uh, one of those um, medical mannequins that you can take apart that shows all like the the skeleton and the muscle. Hey man, and it's called like a medikin. Are you kidding? I guess. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. You, well, and if it isn't, it should be. Um, so yeah, so half of his face has been taken off, so you can see his skull and his exposed eyeball, uh, all the muscle in his shoulder, his brainium, uh, and his brain, and she's stuck a big smiley face uh, right on there, uh, made out of paper. It's pretty good. But the champion is Tony, who's done like the simplest thing. He's taken a picture of himself during the followed instructions. Chin in, grimace and startled blank eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got, like, all the chins, but he doesn't have all the chins in real life. He's just got, like, one chin. He's quite a slender man, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, uh, he's managed to force his, his chin so far sure? into his neck that he's doing, well, just an exact replica of, of Tom. Yeah, and there we go. And so you win that. Uh, but uh, it's no problem for everyone else, because everyone wins something. Because we've got so many prizes. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and figure it out now. Just check your inboxes and stuff, because uh, everyone who's entered wins a thing of something. Absolutely, we've got so many things. And some people who haven't uh, done the, the prize, uh, the, the quiz, are going to win prizes anyway, because we've got so many prizes to give away as Christmas presents. That's true. Uh, I think uh, once we've got the new quiz up, the first people to enter that will get Insta prizes. Oh, That's okay. how I'm going to do it. Oh, nice. Okay. Does that Insta make prizes. sense? Yeah, yeah. Do you understand the listener? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we understand. Yeah, we're fine. Oh, yeah, we're fine. That's, um, that's how they all speak. They, they all speak uh, like gangster and stuff, you know? Uh, what happens now, man? Uh, we pose some new questions, which we've written on the fly. Sure we did. And then we're going to finish with an amazing song. Okay. Possibly. So... The prize, so the prize is for this time that we're gonna like split up between you people. You get radiation counter apps for your iPhones, papers, please copies of. You get globbers, uh, maybe a Blink Sanity, and uh, we've got some wheelchair sports camp merch, and maybe even a game Splarpy artwork for one of you. Uh, Exciting stuff, man! Next time we have prizes. Well, we're gonna uh, for the first few people who enter, yep. we're gonna insta prize. Radioactivity counters to you. <laughs> I like I like this thing. I like Instaprise, man. Sure, this is, this is pretty great. Sure. Uh, also, we have copies of Shelter, and uh, I don't think we need to prize this. You can get straight through to links. We'll put the link up for the getting into the extra solar program. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, questions. Question number one, man. Okay. Go. Give me the piece of paper or you read it. <laughs> uh, the first question is, how do you shield a delicate space camera from solar radiation? How do you shield a delicate space camera from solar radiation? Are you asking me or are you asking the guys? I'm asking you, you listener. Okay. You there, you listener. 
Uh, I can't really read your writing, man. Oh, oh, no, okay. So, uh, yeah, we talked about uh, Call of the Wily and how uh, it was a live-action version of a very famous cartoon character. Uh, so, what live-action cartoon character would you like to see? Uh, would you like to be, or like to see, or like to direct in your own film? But yeah, basically, which live-action version of a character would you like to have? And why? Oh, and why? And why? And finally, a drawing, slash sculpting, slash something, yep. challenge a picture. I'm saying a picture. Yeah, one day, I would really like to see an animation. Like another oh, well, we animation. got an animation. No, I know, but it's in, it's inspired me to see more. Hey, incidentally, uh, Richard Hoffmeyer, if you're out there, where are you? You vanished from the internet. Uh, yeah, give us a call, man. Are you okay? Drop us a line. So the final picture is we've we've been driving this roll rover. We've been rolling, rolling, with rolling the rover around Epsilon Erdani E. Uh, but what would your rover look like? So we want you to do us a picture of a rover. How many okay. pictures are we just going to get of, like, the Wikipedia page for the car rover? <laughs> um, All none. of them? No, no. Is everyone going to do that? No, is we're gonna... telling you not to do that. Okay, rover isn't even a thing anymore, okay? They don't exist as a company. So they don't want to see any rovers. That's what Bryce told you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the quiz for next time. Uh, don't forget, as always, we've got uh, the artwork from the show will be for sale at a very reasonable price. And we've got t-shirts for sale. Uh, maybe you could get them in time for Christmas? Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could give them as a gift. Maybe you could give them as a gift for yourself. Uh, we're going to have cups soon. They don't exist yet, uh, but they'll be there soon. Uh, we'll put a picture of the cup on the minutes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess yeah. that's I mean, it. You know the uh, the cups, man. Um, are, are you gonna do like a personalized message on each one? Uh, well, I was on thinking that, for? Uh, like, we they could request a catchphrase. They could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's showtime. Okay, come on. What? What's showtime? Oh, it's showtime. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's, man. that's my catchphrase, man. <laughs> I don't think it should be. Uh, that's not your. That's not your catchphrase. Okay, that's the end of the show, guys. We've done everything. We ticked all those boxes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna need, just to mix things up, man, I'm gonna need the keys this time. Rather than the, uh, the Lorenzo. We're, we're gonna try something a little bit on the fly now, okay, man? Okay. okay. We ticked all of the boxes. We killed all of the foxes. It's the special Christmas show. Although, I guess you wouldn't know. Ho, ho, ho! Uh, the Golden Ghost.